0: Thank you for joining us again as we unpack a bit more of our stories, uh, the story God's inviting us to tell here as we fight for the forgotten. And today we're going to be wrestling um, with this idea of adventure, the idea of disciple and what it is to reframe the concept a little bit. I think too often the adventure of following Jesus is pushed to the side. It's seen as, like, an obligation or a task. And I think with Stephen and Mike today, the goal here is to rethink this conversation. And so, Stephen, if you want to, in our last podcast, we had a conversation a little bit about the disciple. You brought it up real quick, or I brought it up, one of the two, and I don't remember at this point. But could you just sort of launch us into this idea of uh, how... You had to rethink this idea of disciple and the adventure God was calling you to at the cast member church.
1: Right. And, and referring back to the last podcast, we were just simply talking about the fact that Jesus didn't call us to plant churches. He called us to make disciples. Yeah. And so as a result, um, you have to—you really have to start by asking yourself the question, what is a disciple? And uh, because every, right now, if you asked a hundred people, you'd get a hundred different answers. My personal definition. Well,
0: and, and if you ask the church, like, go to your typical church, mm-hmm. it's going to be a Sunday school class. or it's Oh, gonna, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? You're yeah, going to go exactly. in and be like, uh, go sit here, and yeah. this person who yeah. has never taught a class before will teach you about exactly. who a disciple is, yeah. and it's an obligation. It's a task. Well, it's, we always
1: see that. Church bulletin, there's always a discipleship
2: class, yeah. you know, and so... Uh, Look around if they attend, if they give 10%. <laughs> They've got to be a disciple. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. That's, that's, I mean, we're it. not going to tell them they You're not. in, you're in, yeah.
1: No, I, I think you have to ask yourself, what is, what is a disciple, first of all? Yeah. And for me personally, uh, a disciple is someone who is growing in the character of Jesus and in the competencies of Jesus. It's becoming who Jesus is. And it's doing what Jesus does, and I think so often, uh, as you just said a little bit ago, we think disciple making or discipleship is simply absorbing knowledge, and that we can learn who, about Jesus, we can learn the stories, and we can learn the principles of Scripture. But the fact of the matter is, it's it has to be lived out for it to be. Why do you think? Why do you think
0: that's so complex? Like. Why, it's, it's just, it's, it blows my mind. It, what you're saying is so easy. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. honestly, yeah. at the end of
2: the day, mm-hmm. yet we've made it so complex. But but I but I don't think following Jesus is, is something where you say, I'm going to use the example of Jesus to self-achieve my own growth or righteousness. I think it's more about becoming like the one that you love. Hmm. That as Jesus becomes more and more precious to me, and I say I, I, my my life is His life. What He did, what He said, where He went, I want I want to go, and it, so it's less about a stagnant. I'm gonna sit mm-hmm. and sing and read, and that's faith. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, I'm I'm with Him. But I'm gonna go where He went. I'm mm-hmm. gonna do what He did. We're we're going after it. But that's dangerous.
1: What that is is you you are stepping into a lot – at least dangerous from uh, – if, if you are seeking safety and security, if you're wanting your faith to be something that, hey, I just want to show up for church on Sunday and I want to hear a good message that makes me feel good about myself and validates my the way I think and my, my political affiliation and all of that that goes with that – it, what Jesus is calling us to is beyond
2: mm-hmm. that. And the number of people that even want that is shrinking. Oh definitely. And people are bored. Well, it's... I think they I think many people mm-hmm. and I've heard it and I'll just I'm not just coming up with this. I've heard it mm-hmm. from a number of people. We, we, we're just bored. We don't want to go and mm-hmm. sit and be in an environment where we sing and read. I had a I, I, and and that's it that's faith is singing and reading for an hour on one day a week Jesus died on a cross came back from the dead walked walked the earth for 40 days with this group of people and his whole vision was that we would buy a plot of land build a building <laughs> and assemble on one day a week for one hour a week at that that's it that somehow our faith is reduced to that where's the adventure I had a girl ...in our church um, that grew up
1: in a Christian home, went to a Christian school, K-12, through went to a very reputable Christian university, and then came to work at Disney. She became a part of our church, and after about uh, six weeks, she wanted to get together with me. We get to, got together at Starbucks, and she said, and I, I'm, this is what she said, Stephen. I do not believe I am called to make disciples." And I'm like... It's so hard to hear that. <laughs> wait wait a minute. But, but I wanted to look at her Bible. I thought maybe there was a couple pages stuck together that she'd missed yeah. all these years. But she, this, is not, this was not someone who was ignorant. But here's what I think. Here's what I think was actually happening. She said she wasn't called. But I think what she was saying is, I don't know how. Therefore, I am afraid.
0: Mm. And what you're saying isn't, isn't the one-off right no. it's like we think of that and we hear that story we're like "Ooh," but the reality is that's that's not the one-off of mm-hmm. what the church has become like who we are like so often we're so insular mm-hmm. we look to someone else to mm-hmm. be the disciple maker we right. look to
1: someone else to be mm-hmm. the disciple like, well, she she admitted I, I i i'm so thankful she admitted it i mean most people don't mm. they just they they'll, they believe that they believe what she's saying and and they, they believe the same thing but she at least admitted it and i think you've got a whole not just a generation but generations of people that have inherited a broken paradigm and they're thinking that disciple making is the pastor's job that's what we pay him to do i'm just supposed to maybe bring my friends to church and he'll get them saved and and that is not that is just not in scripture the ideas we have, each one of us, have been empowered by the Holy Spirit, the same Spirit that that empowered the first-century church, that took that took it into the into the corners of the earth. Can
2: empower you to be a door greeter.
1: Oh, that is so exciting! <laughs> that is an adventure I want to be a part of. No, that's that's exactly it. But what happens is, being a door greeter is safe. Being, I don't have to. I can. I can operate inside the walls of the church and jesus is saying to us no the adventure is outside the walls of the church that is but but jesus that's scary because there's people out there that are not like me there's people out there that are that don't believe what i believe there's people that and jesus is saying that's the point that is the point. So he's sending us out there, but that is we, if, when we read scripture and we look at these adventures and we secretly wish that we could have been seen that. What it would have been like to have been a part of the first century church and what it would have been like to see some of these things that happened? Jesus is telling us, "I haven't changed. Mm-hmm. My spirit hasn't changed. I'm calling you into the same adventure, but you're going to have to trust me. You're going to have to leave behind your your uh idea of safety your idea of security you're going to to leave all of that behind and take up your cross and follow me and that is where the adventure is
0: i love uh c.s lewis where he whenever he talks about aslan he he he, there he's not a tame lion right he's not a safe lion Mm -hmm. and it's we all love those stories but then we get into our context and we go (laughs) i I can't walk across the street Mm Right I I can't I can't make my neighbor a dinner.
1: I'm not wired that way. I
0: that's not that's not who <laughs> I am. And and I think that's the the interesting piece of this is in following Jesus when he says like go and do all that I've commanded you. Mm-hmm. Right? It's this call like you are a sent one. Mm-hmm. You are now empowered with the mm-hmm. same spirit mm-hmm. that empowered me that rose me from the dead. Mm-hmm. If that is inside of us, mm-hmm. I can make a dinner, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I can sit down and have a beer and mm-hmm. talk with people. I can mm-hmm. invite my community into my home and have a party. I can oh. learn to feast with them right. to show them who Jesus is and what he's done. Mm-hmm. And it can be exciting but we've created such a stagnancy i think in what it is to follow jesus what it is to be a part of his community mm-hmm. to be a part of his family mm-hmm. and and jesus is it he's a great he's the best party thrower i know mm-hmm. right and and it's he invites us to do the same and i think that's what's exciting is we can look at this not as like a restriction not as a oh you're bound to an x y or z but an invitation into an
2: adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we found that that, uh, that people in our community will party with us and they will serve with us. And that that's a, a great way of connection. And along the way, the way we party mm-hmm. and our motivation for serving is a big key to making disciples. Mm-hmm. When you throw parties and the, the people who never get invited to the party are at your party. And people who aren't talked to or talked to. And everyone's treated like equals. And that's a picture of the kingdom for people that aren't used to parties like that. When you serve and people feel like, uh, I, I don't think these people appreciate it. We did all this work and we didn't even hear thank you. You go, this is an opportunity to talk about motivation why we do what we do. It isn't about people appreciating it. It isn't about people thanking us for it or recognizing us. We just love these people, and at the end of the day, if they give us the finger, we were blessed to love someone. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. And I think it's really hard. I mean, even in, in our church, I've seen the difficulty of stepping beyond ourselves. We have a um, Every year, we have a huge Thanksgiving dinner that we host for Disney cast members, and it's turned out that uh, we, we offer a real, authentic American with all the fixings, uh, fixins I guess I should say. Fixins. All the fixins, fixins. Okay. With all the fixins and all these cast members from all over the world come to our house. And there was one year um, that I happened to look over and I could see people from our church. Uh, now, keep in mind, our house was filled it was probably 80, 90 people in our house. But there were four people from our church sitting on a couch by themselves talking in their little circle. Hmm. And I mean we see this in every church. Don't, don't get me wrong. I mean I'm not picking on anybody. But I realized how this was this was being handed to them on a plate. I mean, literally. Uh, the idea of here are here's 80 people the in this house. Were being the handed fixes, yeah, everything's being handed out there. And but yet it's we as Christians want to isolate ourselves because we're just more comfortable with people like us. But that's not that 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 there, yes, that's safe, yes, you could say that's secure, but there's no adventure in that there's not that's is not that's not what we're created for, that's not what we were saved for. That's not what the Holy Spirit empowers us for
0: how How do we understand this better? so, like we've talked about the adventure, like what we're created for, but there seems i I feel like the disconnect is around understanding that we're invited into the adventure in the first place. Mm-hmm.
2: We go back to Jesus, I think, and say um as the father sent me, I send you and whatever, whatever I did, you do. And you look at Jesus and he was so unpredictable. You didn't know where you were going to end up at the end of the day or who was going to be sitting around the table and he gets in the boat, what type of stories river, were going to you know. be shared. And I, I think there's a, a level of following the spirit into unpredictability yeah. and enjoying the ride with God and with others. And if we could capture that as a Christian community, hmm. where people say, I just never know what Steve's got up his sleeves. <laughs> well. And this guy constantly... <laughs> I mean, he does work at... I mean, he lives at Disney.
1: He it. is the envy I of I love all. it. I love but it. you know what? I think what's happened is we've—we have we have... We have, the church has blazed a trail of predictability. Mm-hmm. And so we're in a rut. We need to learn. Yep. And so the, it, it's going to take, uh, of course, you know, there's the old definition of insanity, doing the same things over and over again, expecting a different outcome. And that's what the church is doing. We just keep doing this. Maybe do it harder. Maybe doing it, and, and we'll, we, we'll... We changed the
0: title of our, our services yeah. to experiences. So yeah. oh, now people are in. Oh, now exactly. we've got them. Yeah,
1: we, it's, it's the same car, different coat of paint. Yeah. And the problem is, is the engine doesn't work. Hmm. And no matter, how many, no matter how much you pimp the car, it's still not going to run. And disciple-making is the engine.
2: Pimping out your car, Sony explodes. <laughs> Old Cadillac, baby. <laughs> yes. Well, as long as the engine's running, you're okay. Hey, but... <laughs> and I don't, we're not talking about um, lowering the bar. And We're now, not, well, we're that's not the talking key, right? about lowering the bar. I, I think, if anything, that might be part of the problem. I think you're right. Is that we've we've lowered the bar. But if we raise the bar and say the bar is Jesus. Thank you. And and Jesus says we you must be perfect. You must be holy. Yeah. Go and never sin again. Yep. And none of us can meet that ever. So every day we say, my life is about Jesus. I'm going to go with him and follow him. And he's called me to this way of life and this way of love and this way of self-sacrifice. And I'm going after him. But every day I fall, fall short. Thank you, God, that you have showered your grace on us. And every day we are able to raise a glass and say, thank you, Jesus, that you picked up the tab. You are amazing. Thank you. And yet, the next day, we go back out and say, let's go. Let's go. Let, wherever he went, let's do it. Whoever he brought along, let's bring him. Let's go. I think there's also there's this fear, hidden fear of failure. That yeah. if I do this, this,
1: I could fall flat on my face. You know, that's the beautiful thing about grace. First of all, yeah, you are going to fall flat on your face. Anyone who makes anyone who has ever made a disciple has experienced disappointment.
2: At least make it YouTube worthy, right? <laughs> exactly. If you're going to fall on your Instagram <laughs> that <laughs> moment. I got this guys. It needs to be a glorious Oh, that was a disciple making moment right there. At least don't say that I fell on my my face in a safe way.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think what 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 happens is the we don't want to look bad. We don't want we, you know, and I I think we could even we can even spiritualize and say, I don't want to make Jesus look bad. Mm-hmm. But the idea is it's an excuse. It's an excuse for avoiding the very thing that he's asking us to do. One thing that's, one thing that I had to wrestle with, and this is a hard thing for most Christians to wrestle with, is you're not a mature disciple until you are making disciples. Ow. I mean, that, that, I, I can I can see uh, there's a lot of people right now. They're going, well, I don't know about that. It's like the truth is a tree is not mature until it starts producing fruit.
2: But I think part of what people hear with that, which is part of the the religious culture that that we struggle to find our way in, is uh, they they hear producer. When you say disciple, someone who produces results and achieves and has some sort of some sort of level of religion that they live in. When what we're saying is to make a disciple means you invite people in their brokenness to admit how messed up they are and how much they need Jesus. And along the way, allow the spirit to work in and through each of us as we go. That's it. And how refreshing is that? That's that rather week. than this, like, hey, go produce <laughs> and and be impressive and make s- all these things happen. Yeah, we want to reach four people for Jesus this
1: week, or start setting quotas or set, uh, campaigns or all that. No, this is just about real life meeting real life in a very messy, inconvenient way, where Jesus is able to do what He does and allowing Him to flow. And it's it's to me, it's this simple. It's how can I bring you one step closer to Jesus today? Who can't do that? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's it's at Walmart. How can it's not necessarily passing out tracks. It's not necessarily, you know, you know, telling someone to have a blessed day.
2: But it's but it's just simply how can I bring you one step closer to Jesus today? And sometimes it's just sitting next to someone, saying nothing. Maybe you put your arm around them. Oh, thanks, Mike. And that's it. <laughs> And for somebody like me, that's hard. Mm -hmm. I'm not a good listener. But at different times, to follow Jesus, at times it can mean presence. Being there. At times it's an act of love or generosity. um, But but we're saying, what if Jesus lives this moment with my friends? What Mm. does he do? Mm.
0: And I, I think when you... When you take all of this, right? When we think about this adventure, like the forgotten adventure of following Jesus, Mm -hmm. right? A lot of what we're saying, we can all do. Absolutely. Right? And and like, that's the beauty of Jesus. That's the beauty of the cross. That's the beauty of remembering, like, who Jesus came for and why we have an opportunity now to live differently Mm -hmm. is because when we think about this adventure, it's not something we're... I can't participate in it. Like, I'm invited to participate in it. I am an active member of the kingdom, and I am an active member of, of sharing one truth with someone, or loving someone, or coming say, alongside I would go them. so
1: far as to say uh, you have, it's an integral role. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely necessary. Your role in the kingdom has to be played. And I think why I I just wonder why we make it so difficult. Why would Jesus give us this incredible commission and then say, Oh, by the way, I'm gonna make it as difficult as possible. Mm-hmm.
0: Or I'm going to make you a, a door greeter. Yeah, or exactly. Or an exactly. usher. And those things aren't intrinsically wrong. They're not No, no. Oh, God bless if, the door greeter. Exactly. You know. If God's given you a heart <laughs> to say hello and to get someone. Do it but, for the glory yeah, of God. Yeah, but do yeah. it for the glory of God. Right. Like, and live it excitedly.
1: But then do it also, be a door greeter at church, but then also be that same person at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Be that same person at the grocery store. Be that same person at school. That is when you're actually. It's holistic. Exactly. He is inviting you. And he's
0: inviting you into this adventure, not just on a Sunday Mm -hmm. or a Monday, but Mm -hmm. each and every day.
1: (laughs) I had this one, the Walmart that I live close to has a greeter that really should not be a greeter. Let's just put it that way. It Mm -hmm. was not, not his thing. But I decided every time I would go to Walmart, that He wore a name tag, which is great, because you can call a person by name. And I would make an effort to just smile at him, call him by name, ask him how he's doing. And over the weeks, and it took months, it finally got to the point where we were having conversations and all of this started warming up to me. I was able to, I think he asked me one time what I did. And I said, I'm, I'm the pastor of Cast Member Church. And he said, Pastor, what's that? You know, we oh, you to, used the pastor word I did, did use that. I used you the did? P word. Okay. Yeah, I did. And so, uh, uh, but anyway, the whole point. The point of it was, every time I saw him, just how can I bring him one step closer to Jesus? he came to the point where uh, he actually told me, he says, "I'm thinking about leaving Walmart and working for Disney because I would like to be a part of your church family." Hmm. And I thought to myself, that, "That is so cool. Of course, my goal is not to get him into our church family, but the point is, is he actually started down that road towards Jesus. And I feel like that was and that was just started with one conversation at a time
2: greeting the greeter
1: no doubt no doubt
0: <laughs> well i hope that as we've unpacked a little bit more of what it is to live on adventure Ooh. to fight for to, i want to fight for that like because i don't want to i don't want to live in the doldrums like that there's no joy in that there's there's no taking on the yoke of jesus in that there's no participating with him mm-hmm. in the kingdom i i want doesn't it an feel adventure. like some
2: yeah and i i think so many people do i i really feel that everybody does Mm -hmm. I always say they're they're searching for that, which they don't know. Right. And it's less of, um, you know, go, go do this like pressure, pushing, forcing and more of a you don't have to be bored today. Hmm. That's true. You don't you don't have to go out there and just go through the motions. You are free to live on this wild adventure that Jesus has called you on today and giving yourself and those around you the freedom to live that out is really beautiful
0: yeah, we, we have a, a creed in our family uh like you are a son or a daughter of the most high you exist to be loved by him with everything he is and to love uh love him with everything that you are mm. and um it's coined by my my brother-in-law and Belea but I think that's really what spurs us Mm -hmm. like that idea each and every day. I'm a son. Mm -hmm. I'm a daughter. And today I get to live on adventure.
1: And when you're walking in that, Hmm. once you've tasted the adventure, you want more. Mm. And that's, I think that's the beautiful thing. It's like, it's thirst. This is something. Once Mm -hmm. you've tasted the adventure that God has actually designed you for Mm. and has invited you into, oh man. Yeah. You, you're, there's no looking back. It's just, that, it's just where everybody gets stuck, that, that place of safety. Just step out beyond it. Just trust God enough mm. to step beyond it once to see what he does.
0: Well, I hope today you uh, are encouraged to take a step. I am. <laughs> take a step to participate in the adventure. <laughs> As you can tell, we're having a lot of fun here. Uh, we hope that you get that through our podcast here. But, uh And I I hope this is something that you will begin to take up the mantle of. Mm -hmm. The adventure of following Jesus and how it is for you. Well, we'll see you next time on Fighting for the Forgotten. I'm Tim. See you on the outside.